We have two dogs in our home. Aria is a two-year-old puppy who definitely needs help with her portions. And Nala is a 10-year-old dog who is living a great life and we want to keep feeding her well so she can hang in there with us for a lot longer. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with them. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced and made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. It's the best option for dogs at all life stages. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old. It's always the right time to begin investing in their health, helping you live more healthy, happy, and full years together. You can get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash vanished. Let the farmer's dog know we sent you. Use our code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. I hope he's a nice guy. I see him. Get out of your truck. Fucking got cameras that's watching you guys. <laughs> and I thought, what the fuck they doing? So I went and looked at my cameras and then I grabbed this and if I'd have seen a gun in your hand, I'd have raised it. If I'd have seen a gun come out, I just shot your ass. <laughs> Tinderfoot TV in Atlanta. This is Up and Vanished. I'm your host, Payne Lindsay. I'm friends with Kimberly Loring. My name's Cooper. Kimberly? Yeah. Yeah, Ashley's sister? Yeah. Yeah. We're just doing a podcast on her disappearance, and we were just curious if we could chat for a few minutes. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Do you mind if we just sit down and chat for a few minutes? Is that cool? Kimberly said you would uh, be down to talk. I usually am for her, but we can sit over here. Sure, yeah. This is when it starts to get really tough. Do I tell you as the listener how I feel about this person's guilt or innocence? How much do I read into his mannerisms, his overall behavior? I'm not anticipating anyone in this case dropping a full confession in one of our interviews, though that would be really nice. I gotta focus on being objective right now, 
but we're all human, aren't we? Things from this point forward in the podcast become something I've found exceptionally difficult to navigate. And with complete transparency, I don't know who killed Ashley. At least not yet. Yeah, man, everyone wants to know what happens. Everyone's freaking out, you know? You know, and I... In this moment, right here, right now, I'm prepared to give Sam McDonald the stage. What's his side of the story? The fact that I'm even here and he's still talking to me seems like a pretty good sign. A great sign, actually. And he's agreed to go on record with me. Everything I'm telling you is too. I should just keep playing my cool. He's starting to seem pretty benign. But his pistol is still sitting there on the table. I'm just being over paranoid about the gun, right? But I don't have a gun with me. It's Montana. It's totally normal. Keep your eye contact. Relax. Let's just talk. We got to know each other for a little bit. Despite our scary first encounter there, he didn't seem threatening. He seemed sincere even. But is he hiding something I don't know? It's pretty scary shit going on right now. It's scary right now. I don't know who to believe, you know? I've had threats through Facebook from fake people that don't want to show who they are. Just vigilante shit. That ain't gonna go, you know, without a fight. They might get me, but I'm gonna get two. You know, they better be sneaky Indians, you know? Because I'm a sneaky Indian. It's just fucked up, man. They believe these people. They believe them. The whole reservation believes these rumors, you know? What were they saying? They were just like, oh, you had four guys up there raped her and murdered her? I'm like, fuck you guys. Holy shit. Man, you guys are fucked up. You believe rumors and shit, too. I'm a religious man, you know, I don't live every day. I smoke weed. That's God-given shit. <laughs> That's God-given. But I was on a five-year bender. I was in, went through a divorce. And next thing I start doing math, you know, and enough was enough, you know. I didn't get hooked up with no big fucking dealers or anything, you know. I wasn't no big dope dealer. Like they try to make me sound to be. When I was younger, you know, and that's where everybody thinks, oh, Sam's this. When I was younger, I rode bulls. I fought men, you know. I don't fucking, I'll still fight. I'm 60 years old. There ain't nobody fight even, though, anymore. You know, I had my day. Like any other man, when I was young, any other Blackfeet, I abused my first two wives, you know? I was mean to them, I was a mean man when I was younger. You know, I admit to that shit. I haven't, my last- Why were you, do you think, and how'd you change? So just the way you get raised. My- What do you mean? My stepdad beat my mom. You know, it's a fucking thing. It's a curse, you know, and you gotta stop it somewhere. And my last wife, I never laid a hand on her ever, you know? And I was with her for 12 years. 
Yeah, it's been a long haul. Over four years now, I think. June 11th. I cried my heart out. <laughs> According to Sam, the last time he saw Ashley was on the morning of June 11th, 2017. This is nearly six days after the party at Vernon's house. How did he meet Ashley? Where I met Ashley? I met her on a high hello basis once. And then I was at this guy's uh, Big Al's house. Um, he's dead too, but I was there. That's how it, she followed me out when I left, because she knew, she knew me somehow. And she's like, Sam, where, where are you going? What are you doing? She's like, I don't want to be here. It's like, you don't have to be here. I didn't know her. I said, get in. I was with her for six days. We had fun, you know, and we got along. We were fucking high for a few days, you know. So he picks up Ashley from Big Al's house. They spend six days together at his cabin, getting high, according to him. And on the sixth day, he claims he was ready to take her home. I wanted her to go kind of regroup, go home, work on her truck and stuff, you know, meet her family. She didn't want to go home, she said. Why not? I, I don't know. She's like, Sam, I don't want to go home. She, she disappeared on me a couple times. What do you mean, huh? Just disappear and then come back later. Saturday, we got so, I got so drunk. I passed out here. She headed out. She was gone like for seven hours maybe. It was five in the afternoon. And at one in the morning, um, here she come right through here and walking. And, uh, and she was just like, all fucked up. She wasn't on, it wasn't meth. And she'd come back and she was pointing in here like that and stuff and she'd sit in my cars and... What was she on? I don't know what it was. She'd come back at one, one that morning and she was all fucked up and I'm like, fuck. I better get her home, you know. I didn't want to be responsible for her being that fucked up, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and about nine that morning, she started kind of coming down and kind of being reasonable, you know? And I, I said, well, let's go home. I'll bring you home. You can get clothes and I'll work on your pickup. I was just trying to get her home, you know? I said, I'll work on your truck. I was with her this Sunday. I was bringing her home and she, she told me, she was texting all the way up the hill, up the divide. I did the Badger Creek was our designation. I travel divide all the time. Every day I pray for her when I go over there. And it was a nice day like this. It was 10 in the morning, 9.30, 10, you know? And uh, she said, pull over up here. My ride V-Dog's almost here. And that's the only time I heard V-Dog. And if I had do that day over, I'd have kept going, you know, because I was bringing her to the Badger Creek. And she told me to pull over up on top there because she had a ride coming, V-Dog. I leaned my chair back. Last thing we talked about, 
She said, Sam, what's, where's that cabin up there? And I showed her a cabin on Divide. There's way at the top of the smoke cabin. And uh, she said, oh, yeah. She said, Can, uh, how do you get to it? I said, I think there's a trail that goes around the back. And, and I laid my chair back like that, and boom. You know, I was, I was awake. I went to sleep. And I wish I never, I wish, and nobody woke me up. I woke up myself. So when you woke up in your car, what were you thinking? Like, what do you think? What was the first thought that came to your head? I thought it was like two minutes when I woke up up there. I thought it was like two minutes, but I figured it had been 40 minutes sleeping. So in that 40 minutes that you were asleep, where do you think she went? She got her ride with Vito, because he was almost there. She said, pull over on top. She's like, Sam, I, she's like, I don't want to go home yet. She's like, and then I, I just kept driving and then we got almost top. She's like, Sam, pull over up here. My ride V-Dog's almost here. And I, I was so tired and I, so I pulled over. I just, you know, I didn't know who V-Dog was. Thought maybe it was a cousin or something. Anyway, and I fell asleep and I woke up. I told her to, Tell me before she left, and she didn't. She just left. And I woke up, and I'm like, fuck, I hope she didn't fucking walk up there. The cabin. Yeah. Go that on. was my first thought. Sure I, I led a search with all, and there was like five different uh, police departments, like the Homeland Security, um, FBI, the BIA, the Blackfeet, the... Uh, there was sheriffs, two sheriffs hiked up with us. Um, there was maybe even 12. And I said, this is my fear, that she walked up there and something got her, you know? Sure, yeah. And, uh, and so we walked all the way to the bottom of the mountain, spread out. You know, what I, I said, this is where I part, and this is where I woke up, and you will figure, what's the most obvious trail, or most unobvious? You know, sure, yeah. she was kind of, she was like, oh, this is so beautiful, you know. So she was curious about it. Yeah, she, she loved like, it. It would have made sense for her to like wander up there. Yeah, that was my fear that when I woke up. I I don't mind getting it out, yeah. you know. I want to know, too, where the fuck she's at. Obviously, your name is in the mix because you're one of the last it's, people to see her, right? It's called confusion. They created, the perpetrators created this confusion. It's a, it's a tactic. Sam seems to be a little paranoid about the whole thing. But I guess if he's telling the truth, he's definitely got the right to be. I quit investigating because they threatened me with six months prison. Who did? The BIA feds. What? I don't know. Because everything they had at the beginning, I was trying to give to them, you know. Because I, I, I ain't dumb, you know. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm probably smart as you guys, you know. Investigative-wise, you know, it's fucked up. Somebody's gonna plant, try to plant shit here, and it ain't gonna happen as long as I'm... Are you fearful of that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I am. Yeah, that's why I fucking guard my property. They ain't gonna try to fucking... I got cameras towards the lake, everything. You know, they ain't gonna plant nothing on me. You know, that's scary shit. I'm scared as, as fuck, you know? I'm scared of the cops. I'm scared of the people. I, you know, 
You guys can say that too, you know. It's fucked up. Scared to the point of greeting strangers like this. What am I doing? I'm staying home making a living. You know, I sobered up. I ain't gonna let these guys get over me. If I was still fucked up, they probably would have nailed me. They probably would have set me up somehow. Right at that point, I was like, fuck that. I gotta sober up, you know? And it's been a hard road. Went through a divorce, <laughs> you know? Then got hooked on meth. Fuck that shit. That's a gateway to fucking another dimension. <laughs> What's it like? You know, you could see what it's like if you don't eat for a week. Don't eat for a week, see what you see. You don't need drugs. When you fast, they go up to you don't eat, you don't sleep, you don't do nothing. And you see this fucking vision. You don't need peyote for that either. You stay awake for four or five days, you're gonna see shit. You're gonna see that shit. It ain't the drugs. I ain't kidding you. If you don't believe me, try it. I believe there's another dimension here, you know? We don't see it unless you stay awake for a long time. And you will see it. I believe you. If you don't believe me, do that, you will see it. And you'll, your question will be answered. Ironic he's talking so much about staying awake when he fell asleep. I wanted to keep the conversation friendly before I asked anything too hard-hitting. So I let him ramble on about being high on meth. You see things, people, demons, angels, angels, bad and good. I used to have a collection of pictures, which I burned because it's scary. Here's an example. My niece took a picture of me. We was having some beers on St. Patrick's Day. She took a picture of me. I was riding with her. And I had a black vest on, and right here on the arm was a big fucking black devil with big fucking teeth. It was a monster, more of a devil, because it was black. And then on this shoulder was a little tiny clown sitting, kind of looking out the window. This is on a fucking film. You can film that shit. Why didn't you keep it? It's because back then it was scary shit. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. And here's this little fucking clown sitting there looking out the fucking window. It was fucked up. I fucking burned that shit, man. I was so, I get scared back then. I ain't gonna hang on to it. It's like evil or something, you know? But then I sober up and I think back about all this shit. That's what I think. <laughs> I hope I ain't leading you to disbelieving my fucking ass because everything I'm telling you is true. She came to me in my dream. Ashley and told me to turn it over. That's the only way I can help. Right when I wanted to help so much, I, but I couldn't, you know. And she came to me in the dream and just said that the only way I can help is turn it over to Jesus, through Jesus. And that was two and a half years ago. I just, and I just remember waking up. That was what I had to do it was in my heart. And I, I just, uh, I didn't even go to work. I prayed and cried all day. 
like the truth will come through Jesus. I believe it. It's the only, it's the only positive thing I have, you know? Turn everything over to Jesus. And I try not to worry about it, you know? But I pray every day for her. Every day. Did you have anything to do with her disappearance? No, I fell asleep. That's the only wrong thing I did. And I'll probably never forgive myself. Do you feel kind of bad about that? Yeah, what do you think? You know? Yeah, I feel bad. I don't know what happened to her. You know? And I feel bad for Kimberly and her grandma. So you're certain the last time you saw her was the 11th? I'm certain, yeah. So anyone who saw her she, after that is... But. I've never seen her after that. Since I fell asleep, I have never seen her after that. I haven't. I have never, I have never seen her after that. I, I can't, I don't know. I don't know what happened to her after I fell asleep. I can't say that. I wish I could say, oh yeah, I seen her get in with these people. But I fell asleep, why would I? I can't lie, not even for that, you know? That would be a God-given thing if I would have seen who she got in with, you know? I pray to Jesus for her family to have comfort, you know, so we can, I can have comfort too. I need it too, nobody knows my pain, you know? That, what is your that pain? girl, that girl, put a place in my heart. There's just so many people believe shit. I told you guys the truth, that's it. I got nothing to do with her. I have nothing to do with none, none of that. Fuck, man, all I did was party. And I made a call of concern, you know, on her behalf, because it was fucked up seeing a poster, you know? Do you ever wish you could become a detective and help find the clues to the case? How about all of that in a mobile game that you can take anywhere? In June's Journey, each scene leads to a new thrilling storyline. Uncover the mystery of June's sister's murder and find out about scandalous family secrets. The gameplay lets you find hidden clues as you investigate a murder mystery. Escape to a bygone age of mystery, danger, and romance. Let your imagination run wild when decorating your island estate and collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Whether you're craving a good mystery or looking for an escape, you can immerse yourself in the world of June Parker. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I travel so much while working that I personally love to play it while sitting around airports with all that free time I have. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. I'm going to Mexico City, and it's going to be an awesome vacation, all thanks to Viator. If you're looking to book your next trip, Viator is your one-stop shop. They've done all the research for you 
From classes and workshops, food and drinks, outdoor activities, sightseeing, cruises, tours, museums, everything you want to do on a vacation is all right here at your fingertips by using Viator. Viator is the solution you need to ensure you plan the perfect trip and overall travel experience. Viator is a tool you can use to plan and book travel experiences all around the world. The Viator app and website make it easy to explore 300,000 plus travel experiences so you can discover what's out there, no matter where you're traveling or what you're interested in. Viator can help you plan better travel experiences. 300,000 plus travel experiences to choose from means that you can plan something everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Enjoy real traveler reviews to get insider information from people who've already been there on the same experiences you're choosing. And if plans changed, there's free cancellation. Plus, Viator offers 24-7 customer service, so you know that you'll get the support you need at any hour if things aren't going as planned. So download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find the perfect travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Apparently, in the coming days after Ashley vanished in his presence, missing posters for Ashley were starting to circulate. So he called Blackfeet law enforcement to tell them what he knew. And I say, I, I was with her, you know, six days. Six days I was with Ashley. You know, we talked a lot, you know. About what? Life. And I think she's up there happy. She's happy, I think. I hope. She's a... I don't know. Yeah. This is fucking fucked up telling you guys this shit, you know? Gotta know, though. Every, you know, I ain't scared to... I'm scared to let it out, but fuck it, you know? I'm alone in this, I think. <laughs> the more I know, the better. For yeah. everyone's sake, well, to good. be honest. I hope you guys believe me, because I got heart and soul into what I just told There's nothing I can do. I'm waiting. Truth will come through Jesus, you know? I don't know. I don't know what else to do. There ain't nothing I can do. In this moment, there are tears running down Sam's face. He's legitimately emotional about this. But the question is, where is that emotion coming from? I wish I knew. I wish I could fucking know what happened. But what about V-Dog? One, what kind of name is that? Two, is he a real person? According to Sam, he is. We figured V-Dog was that Paul. Do you know Paul or no? No. I have never seen him or anything, but I know of him and what he does. You know, I hear things. Sam says that V-Dog is likely a man named Paul Valenzuela. He knows of him, but they're not close. One night, I come home at 2.30 in the morning. It was right after the poster. Here's Paul's pickup at the end of this road down here, sitting here. 
like, what the fuck, man? I come home, I was drinking in town at the casino. <clears throat> and by the time I whipped around, I had that red Monte Carlo right there. Mm-hmm. By the time I whipped around, they were fucking going. And I called the BIA that exact moment. I had a number. So if V-Dog is Paul, then he's definitely someone I need to talk to. If Ashley was picked up by Paul that morning, then this literally changes everything. Do you ever wish you could become a detective and help find the clues to the case? How about all of that in a mobile game that you can take anywhere? In June's Journey, each scene leads to a new thrilling storyline. Uncover the mystery of June's sister's murder and find out about scandalous family secrets. The gameplay lets you find hidden clues as you investigate a murder mystery. Escape to a bygone age of mystery, danger, and romance. Let your imagination run wild when decorating your island estate and collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Whether you're craving a good mystery or looking for an escape, you can immerse yourself in the world of June Parker. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I travel so much while working that I personally love to play it while sitting around airports with all that free time I have. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Did you kill Marlene Johnson? I think you're one of the first people to have actually asked. From WBUR and ZSP Media, this is Beyond All Repair, a new podcast about an unsolved murder that will leave you questioning everything. Somebody should be in jail for murdering my sister. A woman who's never been believed. As long as they think I have done this, then they're not looking for who actually did this. And that's what makes it a cold case. No, it's a botched case. And a search for the truth, once and for all. Wow, it just gets more interesting. Beyond All Repair. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts. Be careful. You're digging in a place that's been very peaceful for a while. Do it anyway. Dig. After my meeting with Sam, we exchanged numbers, and he agreed to keep talking to me throughout my investigation. It was time to decompress and go back to the drawing board. There's a lot of names now, and way too many suspicious characters. I caught up with Vernon again, the guy who threw the party Ashley went to on June 5th, before she ended up at Sam's. But what he had to tell me was pretty alarming. My, my, my cousin, my, my cousin, come on, missing. He's missing right now. Leo Wagner. A search is underway on the Blackfeet Reservation for 26-year-old Leo Wagner. According to his family, Leo was last seen on Tuesday, April 27th, in the Bab St. Mary area. Since I've been investigating Ashley's disappearance, another person has vanished from the Blackfeet Reservation. Vernon's cousin, Leo Wagner. Me and Leo, we were first cousins and you know I took care of Leo and stuff and he was, he was here every day you know it's, it, he was almost like a 
person like Ashley, you know, you, you never see them like mad or nothing. They, they always had a smile on their face. You know, they were always happy, you know, just always checking in on everybody and stuff like that. And Leo and Ashley, they were both, they're almost like the same because they, they never had a bad day. You know, they were always had smiles on their face. Leo, you know, he's my first cousin and everything. And, you know, he was here every day, hard worker, you know, just a well-rounded guy. And, you know, he had kids and a wife and all of a sudden he'd just come up missing. Heartbreaking. Wagner, he was last seen on the banks of the lake. They've actually had to close off parts of St. Mary's to look for him. They do hope that this search brings closure, at least for Leo's family. Just like Ashley's case, rumors immediately began surfacing, and none of it sounded good. There's his stories. Supposedly he got murdered. I got a recording, though. There's a couple of people talking about it. Supposed to be what happened. It's a video though, but you know, they're, they're secretly recording it. It talks about how like my cousin fought these two guys for like 25 minutes or something. Supposed to be he beat them both up, you know, because they were trying to pile him. And then, you know, I guess he was trying to catch his breath or something. And then this other guy named Robert, I guess supposed to be shot him. I got it on my phone. I could send it on Facebook. I don't know if it's true or not, you know, but I don't know, you, 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 you just have to listen to it for yourself. Vernon sent me a cell phone recording of two unknown people talking about what sounds like Leo's murder. It's actually pretty damning. Shot him or whatever. So he pulled the gun on me first or whatever. Like, fuck, he told us the whole story. We didn't ask a question about it. 
and we didn't even know what's going on yet. Yeah. Like he fucking pulled himself before we're like, shut up, Dean, what the fuck are you talking about? This is before we even knew Leo was gone. There's a serious problem in Browning, Montana, and all of Indian country. Too many missing people, and no one giving a shit about it. As of today, both Ashley Loring and Leo Wagner are still missing. If you, if you hear anything new on Leo's case, let me know too, because I'm kind of like looking into all of them at the same time now. Yeah, they're kind of thinking that um, Ashley and Leo they're both kind of intertwined somehow from the same person. Next week, we're going to take a short break from the investigation to focus on MMIW and all the complexities associated with this widespread issue. To understand what happened to Ashley or Leo, it's imperative to understand why this problem continues to happen. Thanks, guys, and see you next week. Up and Vanish is a production of Tenderfoot TV, created, hosted, and edited by Payne Lindsay. Executive producers are Payne Lindsay and Donald Albright. Original score by Makeup and Vanity Set. Our theme song is Ophelia by Ezra Rose. Sound design, mixing, and mastering by Cooper Skinner. Additional production by Cooper Skinner, Eric Quintana, and myself, Mike Rooney. Our cover art is by Trevor Eiler. Special thanks to Grace Royer and Oren Rosenbaum at UTA. Ryan Nord, Jesse Nord, and Matthew Papa at The Nord Group. Station 16, Beck Media and Marketing, as well as Chris Cochran and the team at Cadence 13. Visit us on social media at Up and Vanish, or you can visit us at upandvanish.com where you can join in on our discussion board. If you're enjoying Up and Vanish, tell a friend, family member, or coworker about it. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening.